Hi guys, this is your host Ola and welcome to the All Things Money podcast where I'm here to discuss all things money from budgeting, saving, investing and everything else in between. To have fun or to save, that is the question. Now that the rising cost of living has had an impact on the amount of disposable income we are being left with each month, I know many of you have expressed to me that you're struggling to balance having fun and saving your money. This is why it's important to have a budget to the best of your ability and to also find low cost alternatives when it comes to socializing with family and friends. Now to share some tips on how you can have fun on a budget, I'm joined with Matilda Littler from a millennial saver from Instagram. Hi Matilda, please introduce yourself to everyone listening. So I'm Matilda. I started um, a millennial saver back in January 2022. And yeah, like you just mentioned, it kind of focuses on the saving side, budgeting, and then a bit of investing as well. And really breaking down finance in kind of an easy, digestible way and sharing yeah. kind of tips and tricks, obviously how to do stuff on a budget and like deals, activities and dupes, things like that. I mean, it was only last year you started your page. You've grown massively, girl. It's just like, it's been, it feels like since Christmas, mm. it's just gone. And I think it's more probably a sign of like the financial times as well, that people are looking to be you know, more like frugal with their money and looking yeah. to those budget activities. And I've been recently starting to post dupes and people just go crazy for them. Yeah. Because it's like, why would you want a Dyson hairdryer for £350 <laughs> where there's a dupe for £50? <laughs> yeah, no, and exactly that. And I think, and like just before we start recording, I hate the term frugal, but I guess frugality is what we all need at the moment because the cost of living crisis is really costing in a living, you know? So mm. it's become really expensive. And I especially have seen, you know, so many people coming to me and being like, Ola, like, I want to save, but I'm really struggling because I don't have enough money. But I also want to ma- balance, like, living my best life because, again, we only are gifted with one life and you want to make sure it's the best as possible. But, yeah, I guess loads of people at the moment are really stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I don't know if you find it where sometimes, because you're very, like, money conscious, people think, oh, like, well, you must be saving, so you must not, like, have that much fun. It's like, mm. oh, I have a lot of fun. It's just yeah. on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is it, Matilda. And this is why I have you on the podcast today, because I know you're going to share lots of tips and information on how people can have fun on a budget. And I think, again, like people just assume a budget means boring. It means restrictive, but it doesn't. A budget just allows you to see what you can afford to spend. So mm. like I now know like my budget, for example, allows me to see, oh, I've got X month that I can spend socializing with my friends. And like I said, before we started recording, I'm out with my friends every weekend whether or not that's good for my diet because I'm going traveling soon but um I know I'm still able to do it in a budget so yeah I guess you know before we kind of delve in further talking about all things fun on a budget what inspired you to start sharing personal finance tips online so I think I've always been fairly conscious about like saving money from a young age Mm. like one of my earliest memories with money is my grandpa taking me to HSBC and I think I must have been 11 or 13. It was however, yeah. like, young, you know, to open your first bank account. And he put in £10. And, like, for joining HSBC, I got, like, this red money box. Okay. Uh, to home. And I, I remember putting, you know, like, pocket money in there. And then at 13, I got my first job as a pot washer. And, like, every Sunday, I would be, like, holding on to my pay slip, like, hearing, <laughs> hearing, the, hearing the coins, like, jingle on my way home. And putting it into that like HSBC mini box. So mm-hmm. and get something that's just like become quite like in, ingrained. Yeah. And I think over the years, and especially after I graduated university and obviously myself and my friends have 
you know, started our careers, people are being more money conscious and thinking about, you know, buying a house and, and yeah. stuff like that. And I noticed like a lot of friends are kind of coming to me and saying like, oh, like, what's a lifetime ISA? Like, should I have a help to buy? Should I have a lifetime ISA? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I need to save this amount. Like, how do I get there? Or do you know how much I could like afford to borrow if I brought a house? Uh, and it was really nice. You know, obviously it's lovely, like when people come and they want your opinion. Yeah. And I just, that's where like a millennial saver was born on Instagram. Because I wanted to share those tips and tricks and you know break down personal finance in that in that digestible format but also I found like personal finance has always been quite tailored I found to men mm. and almost like sometimes it's just way over complicated when it doesn't yeah. need to be and I've had so many times especially in previous workplaces where I've been in a room and like men have been talking about finances and they don't like they just don't ask for your opinion And I really wanted to create an account that focused more on women. So 85% of my followers are are women. And I wanted to be more about a community, you know, like spurring each other on and talking about side hustles, like saving journeys, like debt-free journeys. And I'm sure you found it like as a personal finance creator, like it's such a nice community. Like I feel like everyone wants everyone to do well. Mm -hmm. No, 100%. And like you said, the jargon online sometimes can be very overwhelming, often tailored towards men or tailored towards people that have, like understand those kind of words. And I think, you know, it's amazing the community we're a part of because we get to, you know, do this, share that personal finance. It doesn't have to be boring. Mm. And hopefully you guys that do listen to the podcast have kind of got to grips on what I'm kind of like as a person because I budget and save, but also have fun. So, yeah, I guess, you know, that kind of leads me perfectly into my next question in terms of, you know, what are some of your favourite budget activities? Yeah, so there's quite a few. I'll, I'll talk through like some really, really low cost ones and then mm-hmm. some low cost ones. So I love like I'm very, I think when cause I work in an office like nine to half five. So like outdoors, like exercise is always very important to me. So I love just going on a nice walk, like a bike ride, mm-hmm. maybe treat yourself to a drink at the pub, like in the summer yeah. or even taking some like snacks and putting in a, a rucksack and going on a bike ride. And I think as well, like because of the office time, a lot of the time I wake up and like I'll go for a walk and make mm. a coffee at home and, you know, put like put it in my keep cup. Yeah. And it feels like I've been more productive before my day started. And I haven't like I haven't spent anything, but it's more mm. of a, a mindset thing. Fake ways as well. It's like the ride yes. the air fryer. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think with energy prices as well, like everyone is all over air fryers, mm-hmm. aren't they? And like I'm I think with TikTok as well, like there are so many creative people out there. Very. <laughs> it's just like some of like some of the fake ways I see. And there's a there's a guy I follow on TikTok called Zach Chug. He's like really good. Okay. Posts a lot of like fake away recipes, would highly recommend. And he uses a lot of like similar ingredients as well. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to buy like go out and buy like more more ingredients. So I think, yeah, that's that's definitely one. And it saves so much with takeaways and obviously the rise of food prices. I also like getting really creative and like trying new things. So the other week, and I actually did a reel on this, but I had a few friends around and I challenged myself. And I was like, I'm going to spend £5, like get some food. And I go on like the Tesco app. And yeah. I think Tesco are quite at the forefront of like the cost of living crisis and trying mm, to definitely. Like, help as much as possible. And they've got, and I, I don't know when they put it in, but it's like magical. But you can go and look at like your store and how much stock they have and you can filter by price. 
So, for example, okay. if you want to buy a pizza, you can search pizza, filter it by price and check which aisle it is at mm-hmm. your store. So oh, wow. I just do like a little, yeah, low cost shopping list. So I've got like pizza, books, fizz, crisps and a dip for like, I think it was like £4.60 or something. So it's really like, you know, especially yeah, when you find these bad. cheap alternatives. And then there is, so at the works do this like paint mug. So it's three pounds and you get a mug and some paint. So we just had like a nice wholesome night in, like did some like painting, like painting mugs. And it's things like even like making candles and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like it's quite, quite a nice activity, especially with like a group of girls. And then obviously deals like comedy nights, deals on food, because especially with the food prices, I, I found, I don't know if you felt it, where sometimes like you go out for a meal and I find myself like questioning and not, I wasn't really fully enjoying the meal because I was like, oh, well, if I get started, it's going to be like this amount. Or if I get yeah. this, it just all adds up. It's like, oh, should we go for this wine or should we get mm. at the house? So I like deals where it's like you're going to have a two course meal with a bottle of wine and you know what you're getting. Yeah. 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 You're that good at finding those kind of deals, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deal queen. <laughs> Literally. I need to get better at that. I need to get better at that. But I do love those ideas. And I think sometimes we really overcomplicate what it means to actually have fun and actually enjoy people's company like and I'm trying really hard not to sound cliche but like I honestly miss the days I was at uni where my friends were literally five down five minutes down the road and we'd literally do like a night in cooking or we'd do like a movie night or you like you said when it's summer and I can't wait for summer when you're literally just in either in a beer garden or you're literally in, in a field with your friends just just living life on like, and you don't have to break the bank with that. And obviously I am based in London. So obviously now I have to pay like TFL, which takes the majority of my money. But mm. at the same time, when I know that I'm having to like walk out X amount, just because I'm traveling into London, I know maybe let's do something cheaper or let's do X, Y, Z. So there's definitely ways you can actually save money, especially like you said, like pottery painting like that. Sip and paints have become all the rage recently. So yeah. why not do your own one at home or, you know, like, bottom like not bottomless brunches out at, like, at someone else's house but what's the word when they do those, those food platters those drink platters I feel yeah. like TikTok's the best place where you want to find like low-cost activities that look quite well like quite fun when you're with your friends so yeah I just recommend checking that out guys and then I guess obviously Matilda I mentioned that you know you come across some great deals um in London outside of London so do you have some great deals for us to share yeah, in, in London or outside, yeah. should we do a bit? Okay. We'll do a bit of both, we'll do a bit yeah. of both. <laughs> yeah, I'll mix it up a bit. So for London, um, obviously feel your pain, like it can mm-hmm. get very expensive. So I highly recommend something called Time Out. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, website type blog and they have so many deals on there. So I was looking actually, I think it was yesterday because I'm seeing my friend this week and they've got like bottomless food, bottomless drinks you know I think there's like comedy club from £4.50 £4.50 yeah yeah oh wow because we me and my friend we've been really wanting to do a um, comedy club and I think the cheapest one we found was like £19 each yeah there's a deal on at the moment and it's £4.50 okay I think it's in Brixton but they probably have like various locations so yeah I'd recommend that and then there's like three course meals so there's one at the moment I don't know if you've heard of floral in Covent Garden Yes. So they've got a three-course meal at the moment, which is £29. Wow. Which is just, and like the food's really, yeah, the food's really good. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I'd recommend that. And then they've just, 
they've got other like experiences as well. So one I recently went to was, have you seen Breaking Bad? Yes. So there's like an immersive like Breaking Bad experience. Mm-hmm. And it was £25 uh, reduced from £38. And like you go in, you put those kind of like overalls on. Yeah. And then you go into like what was like the camper van. Do you know when they were like cooking? Yeah, 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 of course. And it's all like very like science based. And then you sit like in the camper van and you've got like all these like science beakers and there's a lot of dry ice. Mm -hmm. And you make these cocktails and obviously like it, you know, they like bubble up and it's just like, it's very, it's very cool. It's like making a potion. And you've got four cocktails you can make. So it's around six pound a cocktail, which is really good in London. You don't normally get that in London elsewhere, no. do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. And then it's also like that immersive experience as well. So yeah, there's a lot of like lot of stuff out there. Yeah, there is. And also you came across um Bill's restaurant that does bottomless pancakes, who knew? Yes, yeah. Which is always a always a bonus because I love pancakes. And yeah, I think, you know, sometimes we always get into the thick of like, oh, let's just go X, Y, Z and not really put much thought into it. I think now more than ever is the perfect time to actually look actively for these deals. So obviously like my personal favourites are like version experience days, buy a gift, even though it might not be a gift for someone, but you do often get the best deals there. And obviously my beloved cashback. And also there's an app called, it's not an app, is it an app? No, it's a website called Last Table. Now, if you haven't heard of Last Table, guys, Last Table is a great website that allows you to book either the first table of the night or the last table of the night in a restaurant. So let's say, for example, you might book a table at 5 p.m. Very rarely do people go in to book a restaurant for dinner at 5 p.m. So they want to get rid of those tables because they want that still being in business. So normally they give you like an incentive, maybe like 10 or 20 percent off your bill for coming in either slightly earlier or slightly later. So, again, that's something that's really, really handy that not many people know about. I love that. I often work quite late as well. So mm-hmm. like that would be perfect. Oh, I'm going to make a note of that. Yeah, no, definitely. I'd also, um, have you used Groupon as well? Like I love yes. Groupon. Yeah. And as well, like they always do discounts. Mm, always. Mm. Like it's it's kind of, not silly, but it's, I think it's because no one's really spending. So I think realistically, mm. a lot of these places now are having to add added incentives to make people purchase. But really those are the best places to go. If you're maybe looking to like spend a weekend with friends or you're because for me, me and my friends, we have to book each other in like a month in advance. So that gives us a yeah. month to be able to find the best deals for the date we want to go. Obviously, it's very different if you may be into spontaneous evenings. But if you're maybe someone that likes to book in advance, then those are the places you definitely need to look into because, yeah, obviously you want to be able to save money. Mm. I think like you said earlier about preparation is key. Like if mm. you know where you're going, you know what you're going to get, like it's so much easier. And I think when you do just think, oh, like, let's go here. And it's like, oh, do you want to go for like a drink after? And it's like little things where I think if you haven't planned fully in advance, you don't know what the cost is going to be. And then it's like, oh, is this going to go over my budget? Mm -hmm. Whereas sometimes it's just nice to know, isn't it, like in advance? Yeah, definitely. And then also, you know, you created a great reel for your birthday. And I did one on my birthday about all of the great freebies people can take advantage of. Now, it is wild how many free things you can get for your birthday. So, Matilda, please do the honours and share us some great deals for anyone that might have a birthday coming up that can they can take advantage of. Yeah. So, yeah, you probably saw that reel of me just like mm-hmm. running about everywhere, getting some free food. So with birthday freebies, there's like free freebies and then there's like freebies, but there's a bit of a catch. So, yeah, the free freebies are... Um, so with this, as long as you kind of sign up to their website or their app, 
And I would always recommend doing it seven days before your birthday or obviously earlier, because sometimes Mm. if you do it two days before, it's just not registered on the system. But you can get a free sweet treat at Greg's Cafe Nero Costa, a cookie at Subway, and then a donut at Lidl and Krispy Kreme. So for these freebies, there's no catch at all. Like you just need to ensure you've obviously got the newsletter app and they will send you an email or they'll, they'll put it on the app around your birthday. And you can literally go in and just get it. Like you don't have to buy anything else and it's mm-hmm. great. So yeah, the other day I, I did this reel and I think I got about six freebies and I went uh, staying at my partner's for the weekend and he was like, why have you brought all this cake home? <laughs> it's and then great. I was like, it's all free. Yeah. I was like, dig in, it's all free. But yeah, so that, that, was, uh, that was lovely. I was definitely um, his favourite that night. Yeah. And it tastes and then, nice when it's free as well. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> And he just couldn't get over it. He was like, what? Like, how is all this free? And then a lot of uh, a lot of restaurants also offer like free meals that there is a catch Like, you can't just unfortunately go in on your own and have lunch and get that mm-hmm. free meal. It's often that you've got to purchase another meal. So yeah. if you went with like your friend and they brought a meal, you would just get it for free. And that's with um, restaurants like Frankie and Benny's, uh, ZZ's and Last Iguanas offer these. Yeah. And then I'd also recommend a lot of places will offer you like birthday discounts. So a few weeks before your birthday, you think, is there anything that you want? And can you just like wait until your birthday? So Mm. H&M offer 25% off one item, uh, New Look offer 20%. And I was after something in H&M and I was like, I'm going to wait. Yeah, yeah. That's um, really, really, really handy to know. And I think, you know, what, again, it all comes down to preparation because Let's say, for example, you want a birthday meal at Las Iguanas. To be fair, I've not been there for a long time. But let's say you wanted one um, a meal there and you know you're going for with your family. Then obviously you've got one free meal off the cards and then you literally just split the rest of the dinner all evenly. And again, that allows you to save money there. And then again, I think, you know, when it comes to your birthday, a lot of us like to spend maybe a bit more than we need to. So I mm. guess any free extra freebies you can kind of take advantage of is always an added bonus. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So as well as obviously looking for like great deals on London and things like that, do you have any app recommendations that allow people to save money when going out as well? Uh, yeah, so I'd recommend, so there's Monzo. There are similar competitors, I think like Plum and Starling, but yes, I can only comment on Monzo because I've, I've just used that. But sinking funds are your best friend. <laughs> and when I say sinking fund, so what a sinking fund is, is it's, Something that you might put a little bit of money aside for that and then you're not hit with that cost like upfront. Mm-hmm. So for example, like my MOT happens at the worst time. It happens in December. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I, it's just like, it's the worst month, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's rough. It's rough. Oh, yeah, I, I hate it. So I put a little bit of money aside each month. So when it happens in December like that, I'm not going to be hit with it for that month because I've got mm. that money. And then I recently, I have like my head and every six months, I put money aside for that. I also have like a fun fund. So I've got an allowance that I give myself every month, which is obviously towards like travel, groceries, like having fun with friends. And then I've got this kind of extra cushion of fun fund. And that's really so like, for example, if like your favorite band comes out and you want to buy a Mm -hmm. ticket, it's kind of there as a bit of like extra cushion if you need it. Yeah. So yeah, I would highly recommend like sinking funds are like, and especially with Monzo, like you can rename, you can kind of name your pots. Groupon, obviously we've spoken about. I'd also recommend like if you're heading to the pub to download the app. So um, last month I went out for 
with work for drinks and we went to a fuller's pub and they were doing like a spin the wheel on the app so I just spun it and I got a free drink so no I didn't way. have to yeah like I was <laughs> like great I'm only coming here for one drink anyway so um yeah it was just like an after work drink so that that helped and then I can never say it but shop shop me shop me um which is like yes. shop m-i-u-m and mm-hmm. green gin which is green j-i-n-n so that's like supermarket shopping which yeah. is they they have deals on there and what I would say with these two apps is when you so you go on the apps and they've got like deals so it might be that you've got like two pound off some oat milk or you've got a pound off some cheddar mm. cheese and look at it but think am I am I buying this because I need it or am I just doing it because it's a deal and really question yes. yourself so I don't use these apps like you know every week but every time I go to the supermarket I will mm. just check them and yeah. if there's something like I I love Darily Dunkers like I am a theme <laughs> Darily Dunkers and they had like one pound off the other day and I was like yeah that's great you know so yeah. it's like using yeah. what you would would buy anyway and then top uh, I will talk about cashback which I know we're both mm-hmm. massive fans of so like top cashback is great you can so it, that's like an extension browser where if you shop through like so you mentioned virgin experience days yes. like that's one of the brands they work with so is groupon so if you were to shop through top cashback on those sites you would get money back for your spending they've also recently you can link your cards now so mm-hmm. for some like sometimes when i'm using my card i get cash back through that and then there's also cheddar which is very similar and that's an app, a cashback app. And they've got, so I know you mentioned about TFL, like how yes. like they've got TFL. <laughs> what a game changer. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. And I do like my commute, I use Trainline and then TFL. Oh, so wow. Like, so you get yeah. added cashback. Yeah. And actually, you know, we're like overexcited over cashback. But would you be able to explain what cashback is just in case anyone listening right now and has never heard of the term cashback before? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, what cashback is, is you you sign up, so let's use Ch- Cheddar as an example. So you ch- sign up to that, that cashback app and you link your bank details and it looks at the spending, it works with some retailers mm-hmm. where, so for example, with Cheddar, they've got like TFL and Trainline. And if that is on your bank cards, it would register it and it would utilise that like data information. Yeah. Or like Cheddar, for example, it wouldn't say like, Matilda Littler has shopped here and this location. It just says like a cheddar user spent this amount. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's very like safely stored. And when you work with the retailers that they work with, like your TFL, your train line, then you would get a certain percentage of cash back back. And that, that can range from like 1%. And I think, you know, top cash back can even go to like 10, 15%. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's, I think, Oh no, you go. <laughs> no, you go after you, Matilda. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, like, it's such a good, like, you're spending it anyway. Like, why not yeah. get money back? Exactly that. And I think, again, lots of people are very sceptical about cashback um, and the fact that they think they're scams and things like that. Mm. And obviously, I can only vouch, and same for Matilda, vouch for the ones we are suggesting. So these ones are tested and tried by both of us. So definitely go for them. Obviously, I personally would avoid the ones that maybe if you've just bought like a concert ticket and then it pops up going, claim your cash back they often charge you for a membership or something like that so I would avoid things that pop up on your screen but actually signing up for Cheddar, Top Cashback, Quidco are the ones that are legit and will not charge you I'd be very skeptical if they're asking you for payment up front so yeah avoid those ones but the ones that we've suggested definitely recommend it. Mm. And I'd also add airtime rewards is a good one yes. as well and 
I'm sure we've probably all been hit in the last month of an email or a letter saying like, oh, your phone bill is increasing by X percent. And airtime rewards are similar, but instead of getting cash back that you can then transfer that cash into your bank account, you redeem it on your phone bill. So you just put your phone number in. And then when you get to say, so like this month I was on like £12. So I just click redeem and that's off my phone bill. So I don't need to pay for my phone bill this month. Yeah. So things like that, guys, like I think it's funny because I think that these apps kind of just roll off our tongue because we literally use them every single day. But there's always people that kind of share these with and they're always like shocked by like the fact that this exists and during Mm. this cost of living crisis we need all the help we can get so yeah thank you so much for sharing those apps and I guess to kind of like you know when it comes to wanting to have fun wanting to save but trying to struggle with that balance have you ever struggled to say like no to friends or family when trying to stay within budget I I don't think I have like massively you know I think it, it kind of links to the sinking funds as well of I've always, like, I, I give myself an allowance and I've budgeted it for it and then I have that, like, fun sinking funds to, to fall back on. I also think it's, like, my friends aren't very flashy. Like, we like mm. low-cost dinners, we like doing wholesome activities and, you know, I've, I've had kind of friends in the past and, you know, like, not in a... trying to word this in, like, the right way, but, you know, like sometimes people like to look rich of mm, you know I've, yes. I've had certain friends where it's like let's go to like the best restaurant and everyone thinks this is amazing and it's in Mayfair and I'm gonna get like a designer handbag and I'm gonna mm-hmm. post this everywhere but like no like no, no one really cares about that designer no. handbag <laughs> they don't they don't especially if it pays for someone's rent then they yeah, don't care yeah <laughs> and it's just and I think that's a big thing and I, I like I find probably like with our generation and more more maybe the younger generation because they've been kind of brought up on your Instagram and your TikToks. But there is this whole like fake lifestyle of people mm. in Dubai and, you know, having the designer handbags and you, you don't know what their bank accounts look like and you don't know how many credit cards they've got. So true. And it's just like, you know, don't don't keep up with the Joneses, you know, know understand your budget, know what you can afford and don't try and look rich. Like for me, rich is having enough money that if things go really bad and I lose my job, I've got that money to like help yeah. and, you know, have that push, uh, that cushion. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think I may have said this in a couple of episodes on the podcast now, but I do think, you know, if you are struggling to have friends that understand your current situation, then you would have, I would think you'd have to really seriously reevaluate that friendship because genuinely I've come across some people that are genuinely struggling at the moment and if your friends don't understand that because you can't afford to go to Nobu or you can't afford one night out then yeah I would be thinking about those friendships long and hard because yeah I know my friends like to tease me and call me frugal <clears throat> but um, at the end of the day you know they know where where my limit is drawn when it comes to doing xyz and obviously you can't always be a yes man and I've learned over the years how important it is not to be a people pleaser like it's very easy to want to say yes all the time and like a lot of you have shared with me you want to have that social life and I'm not saying you can't have that social life but it's being surrounded by friends that have the same vision as you have understand where you come from when it comes to managing your money etc etc I think that's really really important and it's like also isn't it it's like taking into consideration everyone's financial situations Mm -hmm. like my birthday just came recently so obviously I had like a birthday thing with my friends and I, I you have and I think it's like careers develop and you know, certain people are, you know, on X and certain people aren't on X. It's like, it's finding something where you know that it's the affordability for everyone. 
Yeah. You know, you never want to put someone in a position like that. But yeah, completely agree. I think if you've got friends that are like, yeah, like here's, we're doing this and it's going to cost us a amount of money. You're like, whoa, what? Yeah, literally. And then I guess, you know, as an addition to that, I think it's just all about having honest and open conversations. And I probably sound like a broken record when it comes to this now, but I do think guys, if you are genuinely struggling, then you need to have honest conversations with your friends and family alike and be like, look, this is what I can afford. This is what I can't afford take it or leave it kind of but I guess you know kind of round up today's discussion I know at the beginning of this episode I kind of said that loads of people are struggling to maintain a healthy social life whilst also staying in budget so Matilda to kind of like finish off this episode today do you have any tips for those kind of struggling at the moment so I'd say obviously sinking funds like Mm -hmm. put put a little bit of money and even if it's five or ten pound a month just putting that aside so that if something does crop up where you're just like you know what I'd really like to do that you've kind of got got that sinking fund to do so yeah be creative like set like the other the other week me and my friend were like oh we'll we'll go and have like a day of fun and we'll spend up to 10 pounds and we went to a nearby town we've never been to and we went to their local museum and their art gallery we went for a coffee I came back I went to the gym and then I had a home movie night with my boyfriend so we just had like popcorn I put like fairy lights on and you know it's things like that like try and get creative and almost like I think take that opportunity and think like yes. what are we going to do with this and like you mentioned earlier about TikTok I saw something like bring your own board you know whether it's yes. like all like a red color or like a yellow color mm-hmm. maybe it's like bring your own board you've only got five pounds to spend but here you go or let's have a wine night but you can only get wines from Audi like which is the best wine what's it going to be yeah and just get inventive and like you know have like have girls nights and make a fake way but also take advantage of deals I think often people think there's a misconception around you know like Groupon and and what Mm. you mentioned earlier around Virgin Experience days of well they're probably putting on deals because like they're not really getting like the footfall but I don't think anyone's getting the footfall yeah like you mentioned like let's take advantage of this and the discounts that are on offer as well and I've seen some amazing like restaurants on Groupon I'm like oh my god like I've been there like how are they on Groupon (laughs) no exactly and I guess to kind of like add to what you've mentioned there, I think asking as well, because so when I was at uni, a lot of restaurants were on student beans and uni days, but some restaurants would still offer student discount without them being listed on those kind of platforms. So again, it's really good if you can. And if you're brave enough, <laughs> I have no shame in asking. Ask them, is Jude offer a student discount? This is before you sit down and just be like, oh, by the way, do you offer student discount with students? Just wondering. Or when it's your birthday again, asking oh do you have some sort of offer for people when it's their birthday and you know again some restaurants are really struggling at the moment so you know they might be able to offer that additional additional discount etc etc because again we're trying to save money they're trying to make money so again they want as much business as they can so yeah if you can be ballsy enough you have to ask agreed (laughs) amazing well thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today Matilda it has been amazing to have you on as a guest your tips are absolutely spot on and I hope you guys today listening have found it useful as well. But Matilda, before I let you go, if anyone would like to follow you on social media, where can they go to do so? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram as a millennial saver and you can find, yeah, more more tips and tricks over there. Absolutely. As well as dupes, as well as some great, great, great content. So yeah, guys, as always, I'll leave all of the links in the podcast description. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the All Things Money podcast. For more All Things Money, make sure you follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast and make sure you tune back in next week.